Hello, my name is Karen Hughes and I am the Domestic Violence Clinical Services Coordinator for the Life Crisis Center and I want to welcome you to Life Crisis Today. Social media is something everybody, almost everybody participates. I think it's like 97% of us are on social media somewhere. Um, and it's great, it's fun, it's in, engaging. However, it can also be a problem, a problem on our, on our mental health. So we're gonna talk about that. And with me today is Meg Cohen, and she's one of the therapists at the Life Crisis Center. Welcome, Meg. Thank you, Karen. How are you today? I'm good. good. I'm, yeah, thanks for being a part of this. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Social media, I have so much fun on that. Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> and, but I also can spend a few hours on it. <laughs> me too. Oh, it gets me in trouble. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's talk about that because there are some good things about social mm -hmm. media. I know that I've reconnected with old family members and friends, and that's the fun part. Yes. Let's talk about that first. Absolutely. So there are good perks to social media. Yes. It's not all bad. Social media... Um, as an entity is a great thing, right. right? And like you said, you've connected with old family members or friends or people that you haven't seen for years. Right. Um, I personally know people who have been able to meet family members, like adopted friends who have met family members oh, wow. via social media, via Facebook, via Instagram, yeah. um, because of the access that, that they right. had. Right. Um, so it's wonderful. Um, there's all sorts of great stuff out there, like groups that you can connect with, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so if there's a certain topic that you love or if there's a certain issue that you might be having, right. there's a huge chance that somebody out there has right. already created a group concerning that topic. Right. But the wonderful freedom in social media is that even if they haven't created that group, you can create it yourself. Right. right. And so it gives you the opportunity to build community mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. um, that connection piece um, is has been vital for some people. Right. Um, so it does have, there are great things about it. There can be mood boosters, mm -hmm. you know, like there's mm -hmm. encouragement out there, um, all sorts of memes that brighten your day, they make you laugh, um, all sorts of faith-based things that right. people, you know, can look up. Um, and, you know, they have the algorithms or the For You pages, mm -hmm. social media kind of keeps track on what you are looking yes, at, but then they, they can... Do. So if it's good stuff, great, because then you're you're kind of fed the good stuff. Right. Um, so not all bad. Like it's there right. there are good aspects to right. having social media. And I also know I use it when um, I just want to take a breather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, let me just get on here for a few minutes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now I can get back to right. what I needed to be doing. Right. right. Yeah. And it's mindless. You don't yes. have to think about it. You don't have to do the work. It's all there for you. And you can kind of just tune out for a second, right. collect yourself, and then come back to whatever it is you're doing. Right. So it is helpful in a way. Yeah. Hmm. But it can also be negative. Yes. And it does. Studies are starting to show how it affects negatively Absolutely. on our mental health. Absolutely. So I like to look at social media like bacon. Like so bacon? I'm, I'm a bacon lover. Okay. <laughs> and so bacon is a good thing. It's yes, not a bad yum, thing. Yum. But too much of a good thing yes. can be a problem. Right. And so social media is a good thing, but too much of it can absolutely have a negative effect right. on our mental health. Right. And so studies are showing that. Um, and then, of course, in the last three years, we've had the pandemic. So right. everybody, we've kind of adopted this hybrid world of mm -hmm. technology versus in person. And so right. there's just been an uptick with social media. And so for youth, <clears throat> excuse me, for youth, 
um, like teenagers into the 20s, mm-hmm. like you said, at least 97% wow. of youth are on social media, mm-hmm. but not just on social media, but on social media constantly. Mm-hmm. And so they have like access, a lot of them have at least six different social media platforms wow. that they use. Right, exactly. Okay. I know. <laughs> I don't think I can keep up with six no. all day, every day, no. but they have the stamina for that, and they do. Mm. And studies show that it's constant. Now, adults like 30 and up, it's maybe, it's about 60% have social media platforms, but are also on it constantly. Wow. Right. So, um, again, while it can be good, now it's turning into an addiction, mm. right? So, mm-hmm. like, we're addicted to our phones. Our phones are constantly in our hands. We can't right. put them down. Um, and we're Feel so lost without them. Absolutely. <laughs> like, if you leave the house without you turn it. turn around. Hands down. Yep. <laughs> you turn around and you go back um, to get your phone. So, there's, like, an addiction to it now. Mm-hmm. So, it's constantly keeping our mind charged. Mm-hmm. We're constantly scrolling. We're constantly seeing things. So, yes, it can be mindless. You know, in one way, we can kind of take a break from the world. But when it becomes a constant thing, like mm-hmm. studies show, then our minds are never resting. They're constantly charged and fed with all of the things right. that we're seeing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I also get the sense that it, um, that comparison, like, because social media, hello, what do you post? You post all the good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know my life is not all that good stuff. Right, right. And with pictures, personally, I post the best angles. Of course. I post the best side you of delete myself. delete things before you put it. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll pose the right way yes. that hides things or makes things, you know, whatever. Right. I do that myself. Yes. And so we all do that. And so while it's wonderful, it can also give a false sense of reality right. at the same time. And so, yes, studies do show that people begin to compare themselves to other people, right. and it appears that the grass is greener on the other side, right. but it's not. Mm-hmm. And so then I look at your life, and it looks glorious, and it looks wonderful, and now we have all these filters, and so people are blemish-free and wrinkle-free, and which is not. Oh, I love playing with those. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. But the thing is, is that our younger children or youth don't know the difference. Right. So you everything is filtered. Right. And so you're like, oh, this is wonderful. This is beautiful. Right. But look at me. I've got a pimple. I've got a, you know, a roll here. I've got a wrinkle here. I've got gray hair here. Um, and so it causes us to compare ourselves yeah. to other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're also <clears throat> inundated with news. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I know there are certain times uh, I will, like, hide people just mm-hmm. so I don't have to see all the mm-hmm. comments and the negative comments and the political stuff and oh yes. my gosh. Yes. And <clears throat> excuse me, there has been an uptick in that as well. Mm-hmm. There's been an increase, just the surge of um, all things political, religion, trauma. Um, everybody pulls out their phones now mm-hmm. and they video things. And so if it's something terrible, they're videoing it. If it's something great, they're videoing it, Mm -hmm. but they're videoing it all. And so at one point, we knew that things were happening, but now we can see it. Right. You know, up close, personal, firsthand, we can see the devastation and see the traumas. And there's no privacy. None. No. No. And now, you know, people are doing it. um, It's kind of sneaky. Like if you see somebody, 
you know, out in public and you don't like how they look or you think something's funny, people will pull out their phones and record mm -hmm. it, make memes out of it, mm -hmm. and then it trends on social media. Yep. And so that's painful. I actually right. know someone that that happened to. Right. She posted a picture of herself in an outfit and someone got hold, a hold of it and it trended, it, like it was over 10,000 shares. Oh my. She was devastated. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but social media, again, while it's good, it gives us permission to do things like that, to share things um, that are hurtful. And right. when you're constantly seeing it, it absolutely affects you. Right. Yeah. There's also an isolation aspect to it too, because mm -hmm. we don't really, like you and I are talking right now, Right. but people don't, aren't talking to each other because, oh, I, I, yeah, I, well, I've texted you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that's not talking. Mm -hmm. I do that with my family members too. I'm like, no, I want to hear your voice. That's right. Text, uh, texting's not talking. No. <laughs> but I talked I talk to you last week. No, we texted no, last we week. No, we texted last week. Exactly, yes. mm -hmm. exactly. And personally, I try to make it a point to call people on their birthdays because texting is great and posting on some sort of social media platform is also wonderful. Mm -hmm. But I want to hear your voice and I want you to hear mine. Right. And nowadays it's like making the extra effort when it used to be the only option we had. Yes. But now it's actually making the extra effort. And right. so I want to do that because while social media is wonderful and while we've all benefited from technology and being behind a computer or a phone, it does make life easier in one regard. But it also promotes isolation right? Um, because I don't have to fully connect. I'm behind a computer. Mm -hmm. I'm behind a phone. Mm -hmm. So I can present what I want you to see. Right. But in person, it's all of me. I can't hide. Right. And so it absolutely promotes isolation, especially if people already struggle with anxiety mm -hmm. or already struggle with some sort of social anxiety. It's just much easier to connect right. with you through technology versus life on life person-to-person -person connection. Right. I know that I've seen some memes lately mm -hmm. of um, teachers that the la give them the last five minutes of a class to mm -hmm. put everything away and talk. Mm -hmm. And people pull out their phones and pull out things and they're like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. And they don't know how to do it. No, no. And that's sad. It is sad. Even in restaurants nowadays, you'll see people, it'll be one person on their phone or the group of people, everyone will be on their phones. Mm -hmm. And they may take pictures of the moment, but they're posting them and then they start scrolling. And so nobody is connecting anymore. Right. And they, yeah. we don't, I think the younger generation doesn't really know how to do it and doesn't really see the point in mm -hmm. doing it mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've been guilty of it sometimes too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. But I'm trying to do the, <clears throat> during a meal or during certain things, the phone is totally put away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we've been talking that it's a negative thing. Mm -hmm. So um, let's talk about what the effects on our mental health. Yes. I mean, we can have some symptoms of it. What, mm -hmm. what are those? So um, one of, two of the main symptoms, mm -hmm. um, if you just do any type of research, you can do a simple Google search. Right. But two of the main symptoms are depression and anxiety. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, depression, I'm looking at everyone else's life. While I'm lonely, I'm isolated, or it appears that everyone is doing well and I'm not, right. that absolutely can cause depression or being inundated with the news mm -hmm. and just all of the mm -hmm. things that are happening in the world right. can promote depression. Right. Anxiety, one of the reasons is because our minds are constantly charged and they don't know how to settle down. Mm -hmm. So at night, I can't sleep because oh, totally. I looked at Instagram or yes. Facebook or Twitter 
right before I went to bed, so my mind is fully charged. And I, exactly, and I can't like, sleep. Yeah. And so it can promote anxiety um, in that regard as well. And then the loneliness and isolation from um, like being on social media and learning that it's okay to just be here behind the screen mm-hmm. and you know I'm safe, but that also promotes loneliness, which can feed into depression right. and can also feed into anxiety right. as well. Yeah. So yeah. Um, again, studies are showing, especially in the last three years since the pandemic, and mm-hmm. we're all like, we flooded these social media sites. Yes. Um, that anxiety and depression is at an all-time high, mm-hmm. especially for youth ages like 13 to 24. Right. It is at an all-time high. Wow. And it is one of the direct correlations is social media. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. how do we manage it? So um, there are a couple couple easy things. Well, may, maybe not easy. If we're addicted to our phones, it might not be easy. Right. But boundaries. That mm. is one of, you know, I guess the most simple things that you can do, like setting boundaries for yourself. For instance, like you said, there are moments where you are at dinner and you might not use your phone. And or a basket that all the phones go in. I love that. Yeah. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. So setting rules. So guys, at dinner, when we sit at the dinner table, we don't use our phones. We just talk. If we are watching a movie, we're going to watch the movie mm-hmm. and we're going to put our phones away. Right. Or before I go to bed, I am not going to watch... Anything on social media, at least 10 minutes, you know, starting off slow before actually, I go to sleep. Well, to start slow, but mm-hmm. actually our brains need an hour. Oh, right. To, in order yeah. to shut down. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. It is a long people. time. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. You have to work up to that. Start with those exactly 10 minutes. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, start <laughs> right. with those 10 so minutes. Start yeah. with your 10 minutes and then work your way to the hour right. um, so that your mind can shut down. Right. Um, so that that's something simple that people can start off with. Mm -hmm. Um, But if there are persistent symptoms, depression, anxiety, um, there, I definitely encourage people um, want to talk to their primary care physician because that primary care physicians um, can also give a lot of feedback on different resources Mm -hmm. that are in the community. Um, They can even talk about some things to do like just naturally, like taking vitamins or, you know, they can recommend different things like that that will help with Mm -hmm. symptoms. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, psychology today, like Googling that Mm -hmm. and finding a mental health therapist Mm -hmm. in your area that you can talk to. Um, If you're interested in the, you know, face-to-face, in-person, you know, therapy setting, you know, researching therapy settings in your, I mean, therapy offices in your area. Right. And also, there are tons of apps out there mm. now that can help people. Yeah. So we are an online world now. Yes, we are. And if that's, if that's how you need to start or if that's what's easiest for you to start managing some of these symptoms, mm-hmm. there are apps like BetterHelp, um, Headspace, mm. uh, the Mindfulness app, Smiling Mind. Happy, not perfect, and calm are great yeah. apps yeah. that mm-hmm. people can use to help manage right. those symptoms. So we've gone over a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Is there anything we've forgotten? <laughs> because we, we get to talking and you and I, I know. <laughs> is like, oh, I wish I had said this. Yes. Is, is there anything else we forgot? Um, I think just want to mention that we can have fun. We can live yes. life and we can enjoy it. We can enjoy all these platforms because... Um, it's wonderful, but just keep it in mind that if it can be like bacon, mm-hmm. too much of it 
um, can be detrimental for our mental health. So we can have our cake and eat it too. We just have to, you know, do it in moderation. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, usually anything in moderation is okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, Meg. Absolutely. This is a great conversation and and lots of information. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. Great. And I want to thank you for joining us. Um, There are lots of questions that you might have, or you might need to reach out because you're struggling. Please, the Life Crisis Center has resources for you. We are a hotline. We have our hotline. That number is 410-749-HELP. Again, the hotline number is 410-749-4357. We also are part of 211, which is information and referral. Um, and that's a national thing, but you do need to like know that we, what area you're in um, and ask for that, as well as 988. 988 is the national suicide hotline. Um, so if you're struggling with that, please do reach out. We also have text to chat, and that number is 898-211. That's for the folks that don't like to talk but just want to chat. Again, that number is 898-211. Now, you do have to put in your zip code for that, so you, they make sure you get to the right um, resource for 211. We have a website, www.lifecrisiscenter.org. We have Facebook page. We have an Instagram Please don't struggle. Reach out if you need to. We also want to thank PAC14 for helping to make this show available. Thank you.